Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome everyone to the Swolecast here on rotorgrinders.com. I'm David Kitchen, joined by Peter Overzet and Davis Maddock. And listen, there's a fundamental difference that we're going to have to get through. Three letters, ADP. What do those letters mean? Well, the A is average. Do you want to be average? This show's not average. Some might even say it's below average. But regardless, it's not an average show. And we don't draft average on here. It's a swolecast.com where we... Draft big, we don't draft average, and we live a little. Don't do me, bro. I'm begging you, don't do me, bro. It's the poop narrative. Kitchen's been waiting to say those words. No. For no. five years. Welcome, everyone, to the Swolecast. Gentlemen, how's this going? Doing good. I'm still just trying to process your cold yeah. open, the amount of work that went into oh, scripting you- that, but... Not enough work into rehearsing it, evidently. No, it's uh, you know, cold opens. They some some hit, some don't. Just like uh, some of your players in your best ball drafts. So, <laughs> um, the I guess you guys would want me to just do average cold open. Hey, hi. This is the uh, the swole cast. So I've been I've been thinking of a way to explain ADP to you uh, in a way that your you brain would understand. I and I, I think have. I I think I actually got a way where you'll understand. Imagine if instead of just going to Open Sea and going to the 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 Moon Cats collection, instead of paying the floor price for an unclaimed Moon Cat, 
you just bid everything at like a hundred wrapped ETH bids. That is that is the equivalent. Yeah, it's of called a collection offer. <laughs> yeah. I really thought that would I really thought that would land for you, but appears it did not. Uh, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't hate ADP, but when it comes to a best ball tournament where there are 500,000 entries, I don't think that the framework for roster construction should be ADP. You, you no. think you think uh, the way I win okay. the stack is okay as long as uh as long as it fits within my plus minus deviation of average draft position. The the way to win is to pay a worse price than all of the other four hundred thousand contestants that you're playing against. Yeah, Davis, I would have thought that in the past week you would have seen some things that have made you come around on ADP, but it sounds like you are still, you are still in the um, the frame of mind where you have to draft ADP to win this tournament. What what would have been the thing that would have changed my mind? Uh, uh, my tweets, uh, the show last week resonating with you, giving you some time to think about it. For yeah. instance, uh, Chess Liam, know. Liam Murphy, Liam Murphy agreeing with me. Who is Liam Murphy? Oh, I'm glad you asked. He actually won the million dollars last year. He's uh, also streaming with a Bachelor contestant here in 25 minutes. If you guys get uh, sick of this show, uh, you could go check that out. Amazing. Um, here's the thing, Dave. Like so many talking points within the best ball space, there's a lot of straw yeah. men out there. And whatever yeah. the flavor of the discourse of the week is becomes the thing that everyone says, well, you can't just focus on that. And the truth is, is that we're juggling a lot of elements here and we're trying to put mm -hmm. the pieces together. And ADP is one of those pieces. We also care about correlation. We also care about getting unique. We're trying to, uh, to borrow a term from Davis, pull these levers in different ways. And uh, I would argue that ADP isn't the only thing that matters, but I think you can do all the other things we want within the ADP framework. And you probably are prone to making more mistakes by I know bettering the ADP than you are correlating within the structures of ADP as it exists. I, I get it. I'm just glad that you're coming around to the point of, hey, if you want to, if you want to min cash from a plus EV perspective, sure. Draft based on ADP, value-based drafting. I don't hate it. If you're trying to win this thing, I just don't think you can be a min cashmatic and uh base everything off of where the market has placed that particular player. See, here's the thing. You could sell me on this if you can convince me that when you're reaching via ADP, you are actually doing it in ways that are giving unique combinations. Like if you told me you were taking AJ Brown at the one-two turn because the drafters who draft there normally will never have access to AJ Brown coming back in the third and pairing him up with CD Lamb will be a unique combination. I will, I'm willing to entertain that argument. But if you're Same. telling me you're just I, reaching, I would entertain that as well. But if you're telling me you're just Same. reaching like two rounds for MVS to stack with Mahomes then I think it's ridiculous because there's going to be teams who have that same stack at a much better price with extra players. Well, it's ridiculous because Juju would be the, the stack with, with don't Kansas. lose the forest for the trees here. He, Dave. He's trying so hard. No, I'm glad that you guys are at least admitting that there is a, there are possibilities 
where ADP doesn't matter. And it sounds like no ADP like absolutely matters. You, the 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 idea that ADP doesn't matter is is so nonsensical and farcical. It's literally does not merit a response. But of course it of course it matters. It's just that of course you're giving a response right now. ADP ADP is just the base layer upon which all of these conversations take place. It is so ingrained in the conversation. It doesn't even merit really having a place in the conversation. Okay. Uh, you guys are telling me that there are certain instances where ADP might not matter. And that was my whole entire point is that if you want, there are certain situations where you can reach for a player or players or stacks that you want combinations that you want unique combinations that you want and just forget about ADP in general. So I will say there's multiple caveats to this. In my in my <laughs> video, I first of all, the reason that that you play a little bit of a dangerous game doing that at the top of the draft is because we're still going to see the ADP. Thank you, Sosa, for taking me full screen. Uh, we're going to see lots of shakeups with the ADP. So, like, if you're you know say say using my example and you reach for AJ Brown there, let's say Devonta Smith gets hurt. And AJ Brown gets pushed all the way up into, you know, the late first round, early second. Now there's going to be a million other CD lamb, AJ Brown combos. And you kind of got too cute early on. I think that reaching move works a lot better closer to the season when we have the most information possible. And then the other, I think the best place to get unique is at the end of drafts, you know, your last couple yeah. picks, those guys are all similar probability picks to hit. And you're just getting a huge uh, ownership discount because you know we looked at it last year eli mitchell drafted in like 5.5 percent of leagues versus some of those other guys who are drafted in 95 percent of leagues and they're not that different of a of a play so i yeah, think i'm not i'm not browbeating i would not browbeat anyone for taking a player who doesn't have an adp or has a 216 adp oh in the 16th God. round oh we are we we have arrived gentlemen we have arrived uh, I am right. not co-signing taking Traylon Burks what, 35 spots ahead it's of ADP. Traylon Burks, uh, Davis. <sighs> and where would you draft him currently? Based like, on your ADP mindset, where would you draft him? Like where he goes? Maybe a little oh. bit ahead? So ninth round? I, 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 haven't, I haven't done an underdog draft since oh. 6 o'clock this morning, so... Oh. Okay. And I Getting didn't take I didn't, I didn't I didn't take Mr. Burks this morning. Right, trailing, so I, I don't know. Well, and the thing again, going back to this point, there are players that go in the same range from the same team. And so you have to go above ADP or just hope that no one else. Well, Dave, draft, cr critical difference, very difference going above ADP by five slots, even ten slots, yeah. thirty slots is to the point in which you are it's it's I don't know. It's like I, another, I it just it doesn't even make sense to me. Another thought experiment where Dave could be right, and let's give him this, Dave. If you were going to draft all 150 of your BBM three teams within the same like two to three day window, I would also say, hey, maybe mix it up there because sure. that ADP is going to be fixed in time for that. But if you're drafting all summer like we are, and the ADPs are going to be changing, we're going to naturally have very different textures and unique exposures relative to how that ADP shakes out. So we're not just drafting the same guys in every range. Like the ADP is going to be so different here in two weeks. All right. So Davis, what are the, um, well, there's not 457,000 other draft rooms. So that, that divide be, that by 12, but we know yeah, what that would be saying. Wait, that would be I a got, lot of I got what you're rooms. going for. <laughs> 
Tyler is like, oh, I almost had it. Uh, I got my comment on the big screen and I forgot to do the second leg of the math problem. It's okay. Basic math, not a, not or basic public math, not a thing of the show. Yeah, not uh, not required for. Hang on, though. Here. Before we move on from this ADP conversation, Sosa, can you bring some evidence up on screen that I wanted to show the viewers about Dave, maybe talking out of both sides of his mouth here, as far as ADP is concerned? Mm, it might take a while. Okay, here we go. So we go. Uh, Andy here from Rate My League has yeah. pulled um, some of the top teams from the scott fishbowl we see mm-hmm. a conference four here with uh our friend soccer dave we got our friend drico who actually pointed this out to me and now if you'll go to the original tweet in this thread so we can see what he's pulling for here here are the annual rate my league sfb rankings all three thousand teams ranked based on sfb adp with a little kick of stack bonus to make it more fun this is essentially showing us the sfb value hounds and none other then our friend Soccer Dave, who may or may not have been using the Spike Week Josh ADHD ADP tool to inform some of his selections throughout the draft. What do you have to say for yourself, Dave? Oh, Peter, you ignorant slut. Yes, it's a good draft based by <laughs> ADP. <laughs> I like value. But, 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 but to hoist fishbowl. you by your own card, like we can't val- say if it's a good team it. or not. I, I like value in the Scott Fishbowl. I don't hate value-based drafting. I love it. But best ball is different than Scott Fishbowl. Guys, live a little. Please understand. In a best ball draft, all you're doing is drafting. In the Scott Fishbowl, there are more layers to this onion. There are drops, ads, waivers. There's head-to-head competition. So it's not just um, it's not just one thing. I enjoy a good I enjoy a good value hounds uh Yelp or uh Howl, whatever it is. You couldn't no, ask Howl any faster, Dave. No, if I can cares? compliment so drafted a good Scott Fishbowl team. Oh, you got me. If I can if I can compliment Soccer Dave on this though, it is a brilliant move for someone who doesn't want to work hard at best ball or really think about what they're doing to actually make that a branded thing. Like people are going to remember the live a little bro thing for years. Right. <laughs> and you will not be forced to draft good teams, but, but you have become a man of the people simply by just being like, I just, I just want to draft players. I like, oh, my which is, thing it's, is it's very smart of you. My framework is not ADP. If it ha- ADP is involved in the conversation, like Pete said, Pete, you know, um, Pete's a smart guy. He understands there are multiple, there are multiple ingredients into this best ball cake. So he's not going to say anything is like, it, no, nothing else matters except this, like week seventeen matchups. He's not going to say that. So there, are, there are a ton of stuff that goes into this. ADP is one of them, but also for me, I don't value ADP as much as you do. I value correlations and team stacks and players with a maximum ceiling. Davis, have fun. Have fun with your average bros. I'm drafting just guys that have this a This is a straw ceilings. man. I just said we're doing all those same things, but with ADP. I just said ADP I, like, I don't mind ADP either. I'm focused on the correlations. I don't, I don't mind the entire basis of the game in which I'm playing, but is a brilliant sentence. It really well, here's is. a. Here's a question. Let's do this thought experiment for Kitchen. Kitchen, if you knew 
Juju Smith-Schuster was going to be this year's wide receiver one. He was basically yeah. going to replicate what Cooper Cup did last year, going yeah. in a similar range. Yeah. Where Am would I you leaving it up to chance? Am I leaving it up to chance that he's going to get there? Where I I'm saying, where would you, where would you select him? Would you select him with your first round pick a hundred percent of the time? No, I would select oh, him. Oh wait, why not? You have the knowledge that he's going to be the number one wide receiver. Why are you playing into this ADP construct? No, I'm still, I'm still going to be drafting him ahead of his ADP because I know that's going to be there, right? I'm still drafting him one, maybe even two rounds above his ADP because I don't want anyone else to get him. If he's the first round guy, I don't want anybody else to get him. But he's get, that's what I'm doing with Traylon Burks. I'm not waiting to the ninth round to see maybe he falls to me, maybe not. No, I'm going to get that guy. I've got, what, 85% exposure, Traylon Burks? He's my guy this year. 85% exposure. No, yeah. but Kitchen, if, if Juju's ADP is in the mid-fifth, would you take him in the fourth round every time? Or would you, would you ever take yes. him in the third round? Yes, I would and take so him in the fourth round every time. But you wouldn't take him in the third because you know you could get other good players to pair with him, even knowing that he's going to be the best player in all of fantasy. You Correct. are tethered to ADP, and you don't even want to admit it. But my leash is much longer where it's not about where the average is. It's about where I know I can get him, where I have almost complete certainty where I can get him, whereas you guys are leaving it up to chance where you're going. <laughs> and there are other there are other things, too. Um, ADP with a 12 man roster with a 12, I'm going to get kind of next level Davis. Uh, you might need to concentrate. I know you're probably doing, uh, you know, whatever, w what are you doing right now, Davis? Uh, women's European championship. I, I, I knew it was going to be something cause you weren't, you weren't plugged in. Let's say you are on the turn, you're on the wheel and it's going to be 18 picks before it gets back to you. Right. Incorrect and math, but sure. 22 picks before it gets back to you. Wherever yeah. you are at the end. Are you going to wait for 22 picks to get there? Or if you've got Judy and Sutton, are you going to draft Russell Wilson there two rounds before his ADP? I say that's perfectly fine. If you want to complete your stack and you want to say ADP, who cares? I mean, what we're getting down to is how much is the correlation boost worth? I would argue that I would just line up those double stacks when the draft falls to me because there's going to be other yeah. stacks I can get later in the draft. In Kitchen, the other thing, too, is have, if you... Have fun with your jet stacks, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is it goes back to this thing, Dave. You're not the only genius in the world that wants to stack Russell Wilson with his two best pass catchers, right? And there's going right. to be more patient versions of you that have that same exact stack with better players in between because they were more patient. So now you just have a watered-down version of other lineups. Can you so so? Can you put Ricky's uh, comment on the screen? Oh, Ricky! Maybe come it's a, on. <laughs> Daddy, maybe kitchen makes sense. Ricky. I mean, I I think I think I'm getting to the. I think I'm speaking 
perfect. Yeah, everyone, tip. everyone, everyone who thinks kitchen makes sense, please join all of my best ball mania threes when I'm doing <laughs> oh, my, yeah. my morning draft. Oh yeah, I've got to min cash this so hard. Uh, okay, so, Dave, this is you. You said you're going to be a dad influencer. You need to do a yeah. very hyper niche best ball dad influencer. <laughs> just like I'm, guys. I, I'm just taking. I'm just taking who I want while I chase my kids around the backyard. It's like it's like I just Dave, star the Titans and take. You those should guys. do the, the lifestyle brand where it's like the underdog cardio club it's the it's the kitchen grill club you draft a team while you're flipping burgers out there for the fam <laughs> uh speaking of old guys julio jones goes to the tampa bay bucks um yes i did get him at the end of the scott fishbowl draft probably helped in in that ranking that i got when they said i was one of the, the best teams and best drafters um amongst experts i also got him in that draft that we did the live draft that we did i thought he was going to the ravens now he's even on the though, Bucks. even though I told you he was going to the Buccaneers. Yeah, Davis. Yeah, because you're always right. Uh, and I, I, I didn't get that. I assume you had inside sources. But what are we doing with Julio Jones now? I want to. Can we first before we, you know, forecast? Can we get the boots on the ground take? I mean, you were watching this guy up close. You yeah. were bumping into him at the Whole Foods uh, yeah. in the suburbs of Nashville. I mean, is this guy cooked or not? I don't know. I think he was severely out of shape last year. And we know he's had like soft tissue injuries, but can he ha- out, like out I- of shape, out of shape, like cardiovascularly out of shape or, yes. or like weak? No, like cardiovascularly out of shape. That week one game, boots on the ground being right behind the sideline where he was having to come out every single play, uh, winded. Uh, that was like an eye opening take for me. Like it was clear. So if he can be in shape, I still think. Well, he probably knew there was zero percent chance of winning a Super Bowl with Tennessee, but now he's motivated by the ring, so he'll probably get up and he'll probably get up and jog a little bit more. That's right. When he's got Tom Brady yelling at him instead of Tannehill, uh, then yeah, sure. But we're like 14th round ADP, 15th round ADP. I got a I got a supposition to throw out to you two in the chat. Is Julio Jones our first? You can't take him anymore. Because best ball mania, th- because because the price is so bad. Like it was like Daryl Henderson, if I remember correctly, was our first guy last year. Um, where it was like, what's the point of even drafting a best ball mania? The winner's already been drafted. Is is Julio Jones our first example of uh, of this? Why you shouldn't be drafting a best ball mania three anymore? The reason I say it won't be is because I was reading just some replies. Uh, I saw Sam Wallace put up a poll yesterday of where will you take Julio, and I was reading through the replies. And the amount of pushback, the amount of I will not touch him, like I don't think I quite realized how much like the normies are just over. They think he's some cooked. Of these guys. The, the he's normies, cooked. the normies didn't really like him when he was great. Like you know, Josh's whole like never Julio, never thing. touchdown, like, never yeah. Julio, yeah. Didn't score. So I, I actually, I actually think that's a cogent point, Peter. I, I don't, I don't think he is going to end up getting like mega steamed. I All right. Thought, so how are you yeah, drafting him then? Well, it's it, no, I just want to walk that back because it is hilarious because we're all victory lapping our 17th and 18th round Julio shares, but it's yeah. not even going to get steamed up to a victory lap worthy. I'm just, I'm just victory lapping. Him. I'm just victory lapping that I wasn't one of the people pressing the button on Russell Gage in the sixth round, which might go down as one of the worst fantasy picks of all time. Who was steaming up uh, Russell? Fan- Gage? It was, it was fantasy mojo. 
I don't know. I just like to give him a hard time. Yeah, yeah he, why do you keep dragging Mojo? Because, <laughs> because, because he gave me a hard time last year. Because Gabe, because you know, and I you put him on the list. You put him on Davis's <laughs> list for you guys. You guys know Mojo in my mentions. I was like, this seems uncalled for. It was that was uncalled for. Mojo, if you're listening, Rick Road, Mojo. Oh, I can't next? even imagine what Rick Road's spreadsheets say about <laughs> Russell Gage. Feels like right in his wheelhouse to just be all over this guy. But I mean, like I Pete, to your point, like literally, who were the people taking him? Like, how did the how did Russell Gage end up the wide receiver thirty four? I I don't know. To well, I'll tell you how. It's the same reason running backs end up in the dead zone, right? Because people look at season long projections, and you do a median projection, and when there's no Julio around, and you're projecting Godwin to miss eight games, of course Russell Gage is going to look good on paper. Sure. Yeah, it just is insane to me. I don't know. All right. I I've never gotten the Russell Gage thing. So where are you drafting Julio? I mean, I think right where Sammy Watkins goes is a good point where I am going to start thinking about it. Um, like, where's, Julio, where's Watkins going? Like fifteenth? Like what? Like fifteenth? Like wide receiver seventy-five? And yeah. and 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 I could be I could be being too conservative, right? Like if Dave is right about him being out of shape and he's in much better shape this year. I mean, thirty-five-year-old Antonio Brown, Brady, right? Until, until AB like walked off the field or whatever happened. I don't remember if there was an injury in there or not. Um, uh, well, there was an injury. He said they made him play through so, the injury. So they were uh, up until the point where AB was not with the team. They had supported three top twenty-five fantasy wide receivers. Brady had, and and Gronk was still a top ten tight end too. And you take all of Gronk. I mean, you know, I just don't expect Kate Otten or Kyle Rudolph to earn much of a target share there. I mean, when I'm looking at names ADP wise, like. I'm taking DJ Chark over him. I'm taking yes. Nico Collins over him. I guess when you get to that, like Marvin Jones, Corey Davis, like range, I think it's it's part I, of the. I, I would I would take Julio Jones over Marvin Jones. Right. That's really? yeah. That's where kind of I was thinking that breaking point is because you're kind of debating him between some of those rookies, uh, Alec Pierce and Pickens. Because the thing with Julio that excites me, it's not like the age, uh, the Antonio Brown where he's like has a sixty percent snap share and is super efficient. It's that like Godwin's injury lingers. It's lingers. that Mike Evans gets hurt. More like the contingent value of if all of a sudden you're getting a twenty plus percent target share with Tom Brady, like you're going to be ripping. I, I would say like also depends on the texture of the team. Like if like, for example, if I took um, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Tolbert and some other rookie wide receiver, it's like, maybe, maybe I want to take Julio on this team. Cause I feel like he's at least going to be active the first month of the season at like, while Godwin is coming back, but maybe less likely to take him at all on a team where it's like, I have uh Jamar chase, AJ Brown and, uh, you know, pick your veteran wide receiver, MBS, whoever, you know, where, where the week he it's unlikely he's making your week 17 lineup. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have to, you can't draft him with the other two studs there. Well, and for well, kinda, and kinda, that, actually, I'd be a little bit interested in taking him with Godwin. Cause then you kind of get the complimentary production where, well, Godwin's right. ramping up Julio's playing more. And well, your lineup then tells a story that Evans is not playing. Um, or 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 in. just is inefficient, or or just that Julio is so cheap that 800 yards and two touchdowns is more than enough at yeah. that price. I think uh, I am kind of excited. I, I had not been drafting much Mike Evans early second, not because of I thought Julio was going to side there, but just because I thought the yeah. Godwin stuff wasn't properly priced in. 
And now, though, I'm kind of excited. Like, where do we think Evans falls to? Like, mid to late third? Oh, I mean, shit. If he gets there, I'm going to be low. I mean, because because if Godwin and Evans, if we were guaranteed 17 games of health, Godwin would go ahead of Mike Evans, right? I think so. Yeah, the people love Godwin. Yeah, so uh, so I would be I would be uh, crushing Evans at that. Like if if Evans gets cheaper than T and AJ Brown, because I think there's that big tier break from T and AJ Brown to Keenan Pittman, Mike Williams. If he goes in that tier, he is like an auto click. I think. I mean, but why are we even talking about where they're going to go in drafts? Like, don't you just draft Mike Evans if you want him? Like, if you want Mike Evans in the first, right, Dave? <laughs> just take. Him. If you want, if you want a Brady stack with Evans, absolutely. Yeah, why are we why are we talking about Julio uh, Jones? I don't, I don't have much matter? Mike Evans because because other people were drafting him uh, too high. Dave, if there was an ADP, we'd literally have nothing to talk about. Literally, no. it'd be every week. Who are your top five players in the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> who are your top stacks? What the this video would was? actually get way more views if we just did our top. Oh five. yeah, if just we just did. It. These are just our top it. five quarterbacks, and guess Unlocking what? Unlocking number one. <laughs> Unlocking the secrets of best ball twenty twenty two. Yeah, I mean, we are going to ask some of these questions just because people want want to know. On Rotor Grinders, we have these experts. Uh, we call it an expert survey. And that's where we ask all the DFS experts, such as Tuttle. Uh, I don't know if I've ever been on the expert survey, but uh, we ask. I've been on the expert survey. I don't. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, Uh, you're welcome. Um, So anyways, you have uh, these questions. Who are your top stacks? You know, who's your top pitcher? And then there's another question is, who are you afraid of being underweight on? So think there's who, only one answer to this question. All right. Who is it, Davis? Zeke. Zeke, Zeke, if he stays healthy he for 17 you. games, could just absolutely stone cold smash. A me. few weeks ago, you said he was dust. He is and dust. You were laughing. You were laughing at people saying that Zeke was a fourth round value. Well, it is, it is completely absurd, but obviously that's why I'm afraid of it. <laughs> the the two guys I'm worried about getting buried by are Joe Mixon and David Montgomery. If those are the guys you need, I'm fucking toasted. I just like my, even my, when my I, bags are packed on mix and I'm good. I'm good. There. Even when I'm diversifying and like getting guys and it's like, oh, I don't like Josh Jacobs that much. I'll grab him. Oh, I'm not a big Najee guy. I'll grab him. But like, I just do not take Mixon and David Montgomery at their what, prices. What's that, that the, what's the, the bear case on Mixon? just, they're not going to play him on third downs at all. Yeah. The, the mainly the pass catching. I like Swift a lot more. I, I like Swift more too. <laughs> Josh actually said Pete seems like a Swift stand now. So um, I ha- I just did my Scott Fishbowl team had Swift. My pros versus Joe's team had Swift. Uh, apparently, I planted my flag on DeAndre I've, Swift Island. I've got a few uh, mixing shares. The the guy who I I might not have any shares of is Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Why? No, honestly, no early picks. Uh, you guys don't get the Davis influencer one hundred ones. Uh, no, I, no I'm, I'm, I'm I will draft someone else other, other than him. I'm just taking I'm just taking McCaffrey now when I get one. It's I I think it might be a true generational wealth like buying Bitcoin in 2013 thing to like to be able to go into the season with 20% of your teams having Christian McCaffrey on them like Yeah. Sure, maybe he maybe he, you know, injures his hammy in week 3 or whatever, but when McCaffrey is active, he's like 4 points per game better than every other player in fantasy. 
Taylor is not going to lead anyone to the promised land. I, I'm not going to go that far. It, whatever. I, I, I'm not going to go that far. It's just I'm very, like, I keep coming back to the fact that as their games got more, that is insane. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Pecan Pecan, I, I'm not going that far. I don't want to have zero Jonathan Taylor. I think I, I'll, I'll check my underdog right now. I, I, you can't I diversify bet. your way to $2 billion. <laughs> So I can't remember is is that Hayden or Bime for which which one of those like which, I don't know I, all the echo chambers all sound the same to me now. Yeah. Uh, so I have four percent Jonathan Taylor, which is like so that means half the time I'm taking him, half the time I'm taking CMC, and that feels about right. What if Jonathan Taylor is the guy you need? No, no, but like just not joking. What if he's the guy you need? Then you're out. Really it's crazy. like yeah, it's like in I your lose. weekly tournaments. It's like your weekly tournaments where like the one guy it's scores just, four touchdowns. It's just it's just one slate, dude. I trust me. I'm I'm with you guys. Of if you just like did this sick, cruel exercise where you said, "Pete, gun to your head, rank the top five players." I probably am taking Jonathan Taylor after those five, but he is still very much a part of that elite tier, and I, I want. Well, of him. you know, another another thing that I've been thinking with taking CMC is I think the market is going to agree with me in like two weeks, and I think pretty soon you're going to be able to take him second and third sometimes. Okay. Um, yeah, Dave. Dave, what are your Dave? What are your thoughts on on the market moving that way, or it just doesn't matter? Draft whoever you want. Live a little. Uh, it's it's my my thing. Is you go for upside? I go for upside. I'm not going. I'm not going to uh, to min cash here. Can I, we give uh, Sosa a round of applause? I mean, he's making his production box yeah. here, getting the live a little banner up there <laughs> on the ones and twos. We love you, Sosa. Um, all right. So first of all, shout out to uh, Spike Week. Because their extension is a game changer, especially for the normies like me, um, because they have. But Dave, playing... why? If, if yeah, all why, these things, what, yeah, why the information it that it's displaying yeah. that's interesting to you in this tool? The correlation. Mm. Week 16 and week 17, it'll tell you how much of each player exposure that you have. And it also highlights the player. So let's say um, you, you drafted Drake, right? it'll highlight Mariota in a different color so you know that he's on your team. So if you're looking at a big board and you've got all these players, you know the players who are on that team that you have and also on the opposite team will be highlighted in a different color. So, whereas my I've said where you guys want to draft ADP so I can get $12 uh, back, uh, I am drafting to win this thing. I'm going for, I'm going for the win. And so correlation is way more important to me than um, than men cashing. So take that for what you will. But the the Spike Week tool is the extension. The Chrome extension is awesome. I can't draft on my phone now. Can, I have Dave, to draft on my. Can on my I? Phone. Dave, can I? Oh, go ahead, Davis. No, no, you go first. Mine's more. I just want to say, can you? If you are. I need you to start putting your money where your mouth is, Dave. I need you to start posting some of your screenshots of your teams. I yeah. want to see you reaching heavily past ADP to yeah. show us this sweet correlation that you are not willing to let fall. I need to start seeing this. Can you yeah. become a best ball, bro? Like that would be amazing to see a David like the best ball team screenshot. It would be, I would love that. Yeah. Like I've, I, you know, I want to be careful about my brand here. But um, <laughs> you don't you don't want to so post why, a team why would you start you being careful about it now? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to post a team that's like accidentally good, but, but, like, but a, like a team the, like a team where you actually crush it. 
here's the thing like on dk um doing some of these drafts where then i get distracted um it's tough been there been because there. <laughs> you have people in your queue and like i i always say i'm not going to do it or i'm going to rearrange it when i go through and star and like i took i think i took higby like in the eighth round i i, I like mine was... is always so you know i normally take it i take kelsey a lot on DraftKings. so then you star the chiefs so I've gotten auto-drafted McKinnon because, you know, you do Chiefs and you go all the yeah. way down and start him all the way. So I've gotten McKinnon in like the 12th round like a bunch yeah. of times. But see, that's a way you're differentiating. That's the way I think of it. So uh, <laughs> I try not to – I try not no to one has, – No one has yeah. that combo, baby. All right. So um, you want to guess – you want to guess the uh, the most drafted player I have on my team? Uh, Tannehill or Burks or Hooper. Can we pull up yeah, your no. exposure? Because last time you pulled it up, you had done two drafts, but now you're yeah. a best ball thought leader. Yeah, of course. <laughs> sure. Yeah, can Please we get that? Please blur out the dollar entries to protect the innocent. <laughs> that is my favorite thing that people do on Twitter. No one cares how much you draft, bro. I promise I don't care. Trust me, uh, I don't there give are a shit some what people you that say do. regardless, and I certainly don't give a shit based on how much money you put in. There <laughs> are people that do uh, that do care, but you shouldn't even... All right. Oh man, it says Chrome has lost permission to capture your screen. I've go to system preferences. Tough scenes. Ooh. All right. Um. So I'll just have to boomer. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Burks eighty three percent. He is my most drafted how many, player. How many times? In the, how many times? That, that, the money. That's just in the best ball millionaire. Um. So that's ten. With with Burks, so you've taken him in eight out of ten. Okay, no, he, well, yeah. Let me go to all tournaments because on DK, Dave was Dave was popping in that Pomeranian. No, see, I, I've been playing more on DK than than underdog lately because I think again, that's a I think that's a good call for you. Yeah, I think because you can. Would just, you say it's because the ADPs are softer on DraftKings? I would. I would just say. I would just say everyone kind of takes a little, a little attitude towards drafting on DK. So, <laughs> all right, and I'm going to share with with everyone. It, this might be a minus EV, but it's okay because I want to give back. So, um, my strategy, according to Spike Week's tools, ninety percent of my team builds are in the elite tight end category. If Spike Week doesn't add a filter for one of the structural strategies called Live a Little and just put every <laughs> single one of your drafts tagged as that, I mean that's a huge failure. Yeah, five four. What are we doing, buddy? We gotta we gotta get it done. <laughs> like if no, this is what you need to have a filter there where if you take X amount of players over uh, above ADP that you just get a Live a Little uh, tag next to it. I think the problem is people using Spike Week tools are not doing live a little drafting oh boy get out of here bullock i mean this just is get this out is here. awful I, mean, I don't even agree with that i've been drafting <laughs> on DraftKings way more but part of the reason is that i draft on the uh the desktop, desktop. is just the, the spike week extension and because on the app it's really tough and your your thumbs have to just keep on going from from place to place all right, so um, yeah, I, I do like the Spike Week tools now that I'm in. I've drafted over 20 uh, drafts, I think 27 drafts now. I said I'd get to 100. I think I'll get there. So, How many do you um, think you'll put in BBM3? Um, 10, maybe. 
I would much rather, uh, like, I enjoy the interface. I enjoy it's like it's like drafting in Fandle for DFS. If you look at 1099s, Fandle way better for me than DraftKings. I enjoy yeah. the experience of DraftKings a lot better. Yeah. Uh, and the same thing for the underdog and DraftKings. Um, so underdogs draft experiences is unmatched. By the way, hat tip to them. Series B funding. Um, Thanks, Dater. I appreciate that. Yeah, Peter. Built that brick by brick. <laughs> Peter, you have you have contributed a lot to the underdog brand. You kind of gave them credibility, and I hope <laughs> that you're seeing that. I hope that you're seeing that in the um, in the the paycheck this week. Yeah, Pete and Jeff Epstein. Well, I remember. I, I I God the the other Jeff Epstein. Um, yeah. <laughs> I remember emailing David Gamboa because I had started doing randomizer drafts and i initially had started doing them on drafters because underdog was in limbo between draft and launching underdog and so there was no other best ball platform to do that and i remember emailing gamby like he was running their marketing at the time they had like three people and like you know it would have been yeah. may of of 2020 um and the how far they've come since there has uh is pretty insane yeah and i think they want this wool cast too um but yeah totally we'll see. good we'll good see. business investment well they black want... rock you know black rock they buy single <laughs> they buy single family homes and rent them out yeah. at absurd prices the swole cast and uh niche best ball fantasy software is really black rocks kind of the three core things they're really into i'm just saying peter gave the underdog credibility as like a cool place to draft you know pete's like the i cool I, I actually completely product. agree with this take i think that i think they're uh, the the Twitter experience and and uh, UD supremacy would be different without without Pete. Yes. Okay. Like, imagine if it was just Jack. <laughs> like, uh, just, <laughs> just Jack Hayden and Josh Norris. <laughs> what a Jack trio. just on TikTok. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> let's uh, let's get to some questions that we have for this week. Some of them are uh, are pretty good. Some we have we have listener questions on the program. Yes, yeah, we do. Um, Liam Murphy, at what age do we need to accept we will not be a professional athlete? Davis, you are the only professional athlete on this show. Uh, so says you. So semi-professional. Yeah, semi-professional. You got paid in swag for skateboarding once upon a time. So you're a professional athlete. I got paid cash. How much? Uh, How much cash? I mean, if you if you want to if you want it, I mean, it depends on your definition of professional. You could you could go yeah. be like a PGA, uh, like a not a PGA, a golf mini tour grinder, for like forty. Why not? Okay, so forty is the age. I'd say it's it, way. It, it depends. Way I would earlier say earlier than that. I would say I would say if you're if you're defining it as like actually professional, I would say you'll know by the time you're like what seventeen. Look at what, um, so look at what Andy has done with the fantasy footballers. They're uh, another podcast, similar to Swolecast, uh, similar size. As far <laughs> as his, he has uh, picked up the sport of pickleball. Pickleball. And he yeah. is like going to tournaments now. He's about my age, so upper 30s. And he could be sponsored, I'm sure. So I'd say a major sport, you got to give up like, you know, mid 20s niche sport yeah you can be upper 30s sure why not well and that's the thing right if you let's just be honest the odds are against you if you want to 
be a professional NBA, NHL, NFL player. But if you start young, someone talking about pickleball in there, like pick one of these sure. random ass sports. Corn, cornhole. You know I've seen televised cornhole. Yeah. yeah. Pick one of these random ones, devote your entire life to it. I don't think you ever have to give up. Yeah, I'll see you on ESPN throwing darts someday if you want to devote eight hours of your life every day the, to throwing the, darts. The, the darts world championship is it's funny because it, it looks exactly what you think it, it's, it's, you, it's yeah, old English. It's, yeah. it's old English guys <clears throat> who look like a leftover, like bag of milk throwing dart. It's, it is hilarious. Uh, yeah. And, and sometimes it just like, you know, if you have the talent or not, you know, with, uh, with me being a DraftKings professional, a DK pro as I once was, it was purely a talent thing. Did they okay. ever strip you of that? T- are you a, like a DK no. pro former, in perpetuity? Former, former they no, did they, strip they, it? I believe uh, right around Ethan Gate, they were like, maybe this isn't a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that season assist litter has nothing to do with, uh, they you, can't take that away from me. Do you think Underdog should roll out an Underdog Pro program? They yes. already have. They, you know, it's so it's so funny that the Pete, your your boys, your club and GMI boys have like started this theory of like the underdog cabal. Like there's like this secret group of guys who have access to all of the the underdog APIs. Like they know what percentage of guys are drafted, you know, what like it's it's so fun. This like, is what just... happens when NFT bros are down bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm like, you guys I'm sure understand? they appreciate the conspiracy theories. I'll just show Davis. Do you yeah. do you just like but like just go ahead and run the uh the establish the run ranks no I'm just I'm just saying it's like do do people understand the amount of legal red tape that is going on with underdog because they're trying to get into the gaming space. Like they have regulators so or not regulators, lawyers so far up like every inch of operation of that company all right um el bretto says the adams dig cd debo evans area the late first round of best ball drafts is tough to choose what's the wrong pick there say those names again yes yeah, the, fir- the first Just second the, round wide receivers yeah from adams to evans so adams digs cd debo evans if I if I may proffer a take that it probably will look bad, I think it's got to be Adams. Adams is the one who's most likely to I think just end up being Ooh. super disappointing. I I'm most scared of CD. CD no. like no, there's no a chance fear. CD's just not good. No. There's a chance. No. Okay, I'm gonna wow. say uh, I'm gonna say Debo. Just because uh, you know, I can I can I can see Debo. I mean, the the thing about Debo is you take away all the rushing last year, he still would have been the wide receiver ten. Yeah, so but I, I'm the not... fact is, I think he might may, might be more susceptible to injury because of the the rushing role, and also well, San Francisco. You just don't know. You just every year with San Francisco is a big roll of the dice. What if right? what if Sermon, what if Truth Brandon is... what if Brandon Ayuk is is the 49ers Debo Samuel? Have or you thought about it? Another, another Kittle year. The thing it goes again back to the thing like we no one has zero doubt that Debo Samuel is good at football. Like the dude yeah. is just fucking good. Like there's lit there's reason to be suspicious about CD lamb and why he didn't take that leap last year. And now nah. we're drafting him higher. I'm not on the record. I'm not co-signing this. I think, I think CD is gonna, is gonna absolutely, well, you absolutely get it. And I think, I, I think the biggest reason, the biggest reason, and you can say this is maybe evidence that he's not that good, but they're most likely schematic uh, is going to be CD being their primary slot wide receiver. 
And yeah, I know that it's easier to get yards out of the slot and whatever. And maybe that's indicative of him not being as good as we thought he's coming out of Oklahoma, but he is going to get way more layups this year than he got as a rookie or last year. Do you agree to say that uh, Gallup was looking better today? Gallup Gallup will be back by week five. I mean, Davis, don't you think it's a little crazy, though, that he's going higher than he was last year after essentially flopping? Well, I I disagree. I disagree with the idea that he flopped, but they also traded Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup is coming back from an ACL injury that he suffered late in the season. His target competition week one is Dalton Schultz, who no one in fantasy football could pick out of a lineup because he just looks like a guy. James Washington, who did not get offered a second contract by a team that is planning on playing Ray Ray McLeod major snaps at wide receiver this season and a small school rookie in Jalen Tolbert. Tolbert. Yeah, no, I get, I mean, that's why he's going in the first round. Cause everyone looks around, but I will, I, I will, I will put it on the record. If CD sucks this year, I will wave the McCole Hardman flag on him where I will draft him in secret, but not publicly tout him anymore. Wow. The stakes are so high. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody waits. All right. Um, this is uh, from DJ Mitchell. It's a, it's a good one. It's a family show, so we're going to name it uh, Screw, Mary Kill. Um, so, FMK, you have fantasy Twitter threads. That's, that's the first one. The that's second one screw. is insanely basic fantasy take tweets. Okay. Like, everyone one, forgot how good Player X is with a screen cap of them. Yeah, or be like, like imagine not drafting... Jamar Chase. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I just I just put it in the chat. And the third one is told you so fantasy tweets. Wow. Um, okay. So it depends on if it's a told you so I agreed with or if it's a told you so on something I was wrong with. Those those are gonna interact with me in very different ways. Like okay. when everyone was dunking on the Russell Gage drafters, I could read a hundred told you not to draft Russell Gage tweets. Yeah. Okay. Uh so right. what's what's it gonna be? Peter, you start. Yeah, I'm going to marry insanely basic fantasy tweets. Like, I sometimes I find them charming. They're just so overly <laughs> simplistic. It's so unaccurate. I kind of like, get that. It's like when I go to my mom's house and I see like all these like blankets and little signs that says like home is where the heart is. Live, or like, gather. I love family. Live a little. Like, it's just so like so stupid and small minded yeah. that I love it. Um, So yeah. I will marry that. I will. I'll take a nice romp in the bed with told you so fantasy tweets like david said you don't have to live with it forever sometimes you like them you know sometimes they confirm your prior so i'll do a one night stand with those and i will take fantasy twitter threads out to the woodshed and beat them to a bloody pulp so i will marry told you so fantasy tweets because i'm like the king of the told you so fantasy i do these all the time so i can't i can't that that would really hurt my twitter game um i will take a roll in the sheet with fantasy Twitter threads. Cause some Twitter threads, I don't mind some of them. Some of them I don't mind. Um, and, and also I like, I get the algorithm, right? I understand. You're just trying, you're trying like Twitter is, tw- I, I think Dave Chappelle said it best. Twitter is not a real place, right? So use it to your advantage, use it to yeah. get followers, use it to make money. Right. You, it Let's is a just quit the Dave Chappelle quotes there though, before we yeah. You already, yeah. <laughs> Dave Chappelle was really funny up until like uh, like 2016, and then it all went down. Not get us canceled or anything. Gosh. Uh, and then and then the 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 insanely live laugh. Yeah, the, the the Mahomes the Mahomes stuff is like. By the way, and the Mahomes stuff is such cat bait too because either way you go, 
immediate 10 retweets, 150 faves of, of, of if you do can't believe how bad Mahomes was against the Bengals or can't believe people think Mahomes isn't the best court. Like it's, it, he's the best for that. Lamar Jackson too is really good for, for engagement farming. But, uh, and then, and then I got to kill the, the, uh, yeah, I got to kill the insanely basic. It, they, they don't, they don't, I don't even get that charm from it. It just tilts me. Um, what I was starting, say? I was starting out in the Pete camp with the exact same one. And then Davis, you kind of, the, the, the told you, so I kind of, I understand that. Like I imagine, still... a, imagine a world where you can't told you so after he scores three times against the Jaguars, yeah. uh, Derek Henry. I know, I know. And I'm guilty of that too, but I think that's more of a, uh, it depends on if I, if I agree with him or not and kind of the whole, that's kind of the whole one night stand thing. So I will, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll marry the basic, the basic tweets, the, the Twitter threads. I'm going to kill them. However, if we can be honest, I still click the Twitter threads. If if Holka has a eighteen thread thing, if this is the I, so, one, so the thing this is, is the is one wide I, receiver, I will just scroll through until I see it. I'm like, ah, that's the guy. <laughs> like, I I'm not I, reading all eighteen tweets. I don't click the the football ones. Uh, the football ones are boring to me because I just already know. It's like it's like I've been, I've been yeah. Drafting into my way. I don't bleed. give a shit about the football ones. I like the I'll I'll but I, I read I read one. all the Holka's life hack ones, right? Because that's shit that's actually interesting to me and I it might teach me something I don't know. But like you're yeah, not gonna like, tell me something about Christian Kirk, I don't know. Why would I listen to a three hour Huberman lab pod when I could just get it all in one tweet thread? <laughs> literally, literally exactly, right? <laughs> I do I do though appreciate those you, uh I, Go ahead. I'll, I'll say the one reason why I definitely wouldn't kill the I told you so is because those often backfire on people because yes. what you're doing is you're putting like a screaming billboard up mm -hmm. to be like, go dig through all my other takes and find the times that I was wrong. And so this it's is a Davis Matic. Yeah, yeah, this is Davis Matic playbook right here where someone I've seen where someone makes fun of Davis. And so he will go through their timeline. Don't do see. it, man. It does not. It normally does not end well for people to do this to me. Go pull up like a 2015 uh, thread of, oh, nice take. Was this you, bro? And it's just like some random player that they're hyping up. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of, kind of. Well, weird. Mahomes used to be good for that for a while because Mahomes had a lot of doubters pre Super Bowl. So there was a while where you could just cough and lots of people who were like, oh, this, this, like, yeah, it, it was just, yeah. And the told you so also lends itself to the freezing cold takes. Uh, we were a, a like gathering of negativity. The gathering of negativity. Davis, do you think in the past, was that two or three years ago that that happened to you? Have you come around any on, on your stance? That's a bad account. It shouldn't exist. <laughs> But do you, if it if it would have happened to you today, you're about to be a married man. You're older. You're in your well, it couldn't it couldn't almost. happen to me today because I deleted all my tweets. Okay, so if it did though, would you get as upset? As no, you did I just I years? now I just would not respond. Anyone, I I just people who nag me now, I just yeah. immediately mute or block. And then that's personal respond. growth, Davis. That's personal growth right there. I just don't have the time anymore. I used to have a lot yeah. more time. I don't know. Yeah. All right, Peter, you, know you got anything? I was just going to say, there could honestly at this point with like best ball thought leader saturation, there could be a best ball freezing cold takes Twitter account. Just dedicated. Absolutely. I mean, I do think it'd be fun to go back if if you had the time of a year ago. Like obviously someone went back 
and uh, did the the cap of me saying that I would never sell. I'll, I'll always own a board ape. I'll always own a board ape. Yeah. So like those are fun. Like I like I appreciate I appreciate those. I think it'd be fun to go back a year ago to see. Okay, who were we? Who are we just like absolutely high on? Who are we not high on? That uh, throw in your face. I enjoy I enjoy stuff like that. I enjoy throwing throwing it in your face and getting it thrown in my face. <clears throat> All right, Peter, you. what do you have? You want me to just carry the show right now? Just yeah, I wouldn't know if you have anything back. before before we before you have out. a hard out. Yeah, uh, it's it's a soft out today, but I'd prefer if it was hard. Uh, <laughs> do we have any more questions? That was nice. Um, can we can we make that like a recurring thing? I enjoy. I enjoy. Like, has any show questions? ever done a mailbag segment? Yeah, I no, like no one's done a mailbag shows. <laughs> Oh, we're the only we're the only show that does a mailbag. Uh, by the way, I did see um, Silva. He complimented Davis on something that he said. I forget what it even was. I think it was with a, a thread with Leone, and then he said, "R.I.P. Swolcast. R.I.P. In peace, Swolcast." And so then everyone else picked up that on that as Silva saying. Rest I, in I peace, had a first. I had peace. a first with Leone this week where he admitted he was wrong about something before the results came in. So like, so like normally, normally like Leone and I would argue about something, and then we'll come back to it a year later and be like, "Well, you know, one of us was, was it clear, was right? it Gate? Was it Gate? No, it was Taysom Hill." Taysom Hill. Leone yeah. told me I was dumb this whole time for drafting him as my as I, he was my most for a while he was my most drafted tight end and that the Greg Dulcich FUD has made Alberto much more affordable. So Alberto okay. caught up. We do have a, a, a few minutes. So what training camp buzz has come out in the past few days this week that you're buying? Nick Underhill's report on Taysom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you're buying so so you're well, drafting, I was him. Already buying you're drafting that. him as long as he's in that range of adp i think the the right way to think about training camp is anything that confirms your priors is, yep. is all good and anything that does not confirm your priors is it's just it's training camp tweets it's fluff who cares yeah if we're doing the confirming the priors i mean the rondell moore and lavisca chanel yes. buzz right now yes the rondell so the rondell buzz is good well, I, yeah. i've seen the rondell one i have not seen the visca one what's the, the what's the visca one it's basically like every tweet you see is hit he him being used like Debo. Uh, yeah, he, he's getting like he's getting like en- he's getting like end arounds. It, the the first apparently the first touchdown at Jaguars training camp of the whole thing was a deep was a not a Debo a Labisca end around. The uh, yeah, so there was that one, and then there was the tweet. Uh, yeah, so the first one, Lavisca Chenault with a big play on the end around, and then there was the one this morning, eleven on eleven. Trevor Lawrence handoff to Chenault. He was in the backfield with ETN lined up wide. Which, if we if we want to confirm our priors, given that they probably don't want to smash ETN with three hundred touches, and James Robinson is going to be working his way back from this Achilles. It's actually a smart way for them to salvage a draft pick that looks terrible. Let's be honest, mm. Lavisca is never going to be a wide receiver that can play enough it's, to earn eighty targets or whatever. It's a new coaching staff. I don't think they care about previously drafted players. Well, no, I but do they think that James like, Robinson is a is a value. Kitchen starting to make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> I mean, if it's not their guy, it's not their guy. But it's they, they the same. Care. It's the same GM that took him, though. GM, GM. All right. Uh, I will say someone sent me. Uh, they added me on a video of Traylon Burks catching a long touchdown pass from uh, from Tanny. So I'll say everything saying that Traylon is now in shape. He's looking good, looking like a first round pick. 
that's confirming my priors. And it's ridiculous that he's going in the ninth or tenth round. Grab as much of them as you can, ADP bros. <clears throat> All right. I, I, I actually, Dave, I, I agree with you. Yeah. If you I, think I he's think... even half of what AJB is going to be, he's at least a, a seventh round guy, right, Pete? Come on, Pete. Let's end the show on a high <laughs> I, note. I see you. Let's, end the, for... let's end the show on a high note. It's it's hard for me to disagree with you on Traylon Burks. I think he's a okay. smash. There you go. Man. Listen, we started out um, with some disagreements, but <laughs> sounds like we all came around a little bit. So I came around to the ADP bros, and the ADP, the ADP bros definitely came around to me. So no need for intervention next week. Uh, I'm not sure who we'll have on next week's show. Yeah, what's our what's our plan next week? Yeah, let's let's have on a uh, like a big guest. A big guest. Yeah, like someone with <laughs> no over offense, two thousand followers. We loved having you on last week. Jeff is a good. Jeff is uh, will be. Jeff a, was. Jeff was. Jeff, Jeff was, was really good. Yeah, he put up Jeff and Liam are staples of the show, I think, but they they do not fall in the big guest category, which they would admit, right? Do you know who I would like to chop it up with? That's been a yeah. while. Reeves. Let me. I'll ask him right now. All right. Let's see if Reeves does it, and uh, yeah, if not, let's get Warren on. You know. Yeah, let's get Warren on. Big guest Tuttle. Tuttle. We, we want we Tuttle. Want. Just like Tuttle, Tuttle us, would be like, the biggest guest. Tuttle just randomly pops in the chat sometimes and just says, here's what you should troll. Like, here's, here's who you should troll. I did get nostalgic uh, watching the full opening video today and seeing yeah. Tuttle, seeing the positions for the DFS week up on the board. I mean, we're what, like five, six weeks from that show, that opening yeah. show? Yeah. It's going to be great. Preseason starts next week. Nuts. Next Hall week. Hall of Fame game. Hall of Fame game. Dave, you're going to be grinding Hall of Fame game. Yeah, Davis, I was about to ask, Davis, who is in the Hall of Fame game this year? I have no idea. I'll find <laughs> out. I'll, I'll find out. I'll find out from Cody Maine in six days. Peter, do you know? I have no idea. I think the, yeah. the Raiders, I think. Are Raiders and Jags. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Sean Newsham, who is a preseason. Reeves said he's in. Okay, good. Sean Newsham is actually going to be with the, the RG crew this year for preseason. So maybe we'll get him on a show just to see him tilt. Sean's like one of the best tilters ever. All right. That will do it. Final I, thoughts. I, dis I disagree. He is the worst tilter ever. Well, it depends on if you find it entertaining or not. If you find I, the tilt entertaining. I just, like I, I sweated tilt so many, I, I sweated so many slates with Sean for so yeah. long that it lost its charm. Okay, I get it. Tuttle hates it too. Tuttle, he he could be, you know, sometimes he can be a bit no, critical. No, to be to be fair, I used to be one of the worst tilters. Yeah. I I that definitely mellowed out on that. I used to be a full, like lose my mind tilter. Uh, Jordan Case also said he was in the soccer day tree. Fully admitted to it. So no. there you go. He's literally in my wedding, dude. He is in my tree, bro. Did you ever stake him on Draft Street? No, so you didn't. Can you pull up Aaron's comment here. <laughs> Come on, Sosa. We need Come it. On. No, even Sosa's asleep at the wheel. <laughs> he, he left. He Where's left. Sosa? Are we going to even be able to end this show? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Peter, <laughs> final thoughts. <laughs> I'm so glad you said it was. Will you, will you at least read this comment, Peter? How many attempts has <laughs> Kitchen had to end the show so far? Land the plane, Kitchen.
Well, final we thought. can't. We can't. Final thought. I've Pete. given final thoughts like nine. You times. have not. You have not. Usually, it's something funny and witty, and okay, something yeah. we feel good about each other. I came into this show thinking that ADP was really important, but mm-hmm. after hearing Dave make yeah. such convincing yeah. arguments, I'm going to ask Underdog to just basically black out the ADP number <laughs> on the draft board because, <laughs> folks, I just want to just live pick a whoever you want. All right. It's a swolecast.com show here in rotorgrinders.com. All the dot coms. You go to swolecast.com and go to YouTube to our swolecast channel where you should like and subscribe. Just live a little. We'll see y'all later. Peace. Peace.